Proverbs chapter 3, verses 28 through 35. Do not say to your neighbor, go and come again. Tomorrow I will give it when you have it with you. Do not plan evil against your neighbor who dwells trustingly beside you. Do not contend with a man for no reason when he has done you no harm. Do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways for the devious person is an abomination to the Lord, but the upright are in his confidence. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the dwelling of the righteous. Toward the scorners, he is scornful, but to the humble, he gives favor. The wise will inherit honor, but fools get disgrace. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. And thanks be to Greg for joining us for our fourth day in a row mm-hmm. in Proverbs chapter three. And this is the the last reading in Proverbs chapter three. And uh, it's a lot of do nots kind of starting out this passage today. Don't say to your neighbor, don't plan evil, don't contend. Um, and then it kind of gets into, uh, you know, this binary good and evil, how God relates to both. Mm-hmm. So, Greg, let's just jump right on into it. What do you see going on in today's passage? Um, I mean, I think starting with the do nots, at first, I think some of them are sort of like, um, they're almost, you, I think you almost look at them and think, like, well, obviously, like, why would I do that? Right. Um, but I think that, like, a little deeper, um, it's actually, it actually speaks to like what humans are like, all of us are like on a daily basis. Yeah. So, for instance, like, um, like, don't say to your neighbor, go and come again tomorrow. I'll give it when you have it with you. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's, I don't think he's trying to be hyper specific there, but the idea of, you know, like just being just kind of up. a little, like just being a little petty, just yeah. being a little, yeah. you know, like, no, I'll give it, I'll, I'll, I'll get it to you, man. But yeah. you're just not, you, you're just not doing it because you're just, you, you're just kind of lazy or you're just kind of like wanting to hold something back. You want to feel a little bit of power over that person. Yeah. I think the, um, the do not contend with a man for no reason when he has done you no harm mm. is this. I mean, this one hits me because like, I love to argue. Um, I'm like a dog with a bone and I can't let go. And then realizing like there's, there's having respectful discussion and then there's contending with people just for the sake of the contentiousness or you just enjoy fighting a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. they haven't done you any harm. There's no, you just really want to like, you just want to take someone on. And yeah. the, the one that really got me was do not envy a man of violence. Um, and do not choose any of his ways. And I mean, you think, I think you read that and you think like, well, I don't like, what am I? Like, I'm not, I'm yeah. not trying to be Attila the Hun. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, how do I, how do I envy a man of violence? You know, like, what is it? But you know, the truth of the matter is that we all, like, unless you're just completely cut off from popular culture, watch fictional characters killed probably on a daily basis. Yeah. We have a culture that is obsessed with true crime. We watch movies where people are, you know killed in droves right and it's it's like it's entertainment right and in some sense i'm like do we envy a man of violence a little bit in that you know do you you think to yourself like you know that that people who want to be peacemakers people who are like hey guys let's all just kind of get along they're kind of saps right Mm -hmm. and it would be a lot easier you just settle it just settle it with a fist fight or settle it with a gun kind of like the old west kind of thing right this this is this this is a guy who gets it done yeah he's a gunfighter right yeah but like that is and that is envying a little bit the man of violence and i do wonder like um if that's sort of seeped into us, you know, culturally, um, because it is, it does seem expedient, but that is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you envy a man of violence, eventually you do choose his ways. Yeah. It's the same. It's, it's no different than, you know, 
people talk about what you put into your mind influences who you are. And I think that a lot of times we're careful about like, you know, for instance, sexual imagery, things like that. We're very well, you know, you don't want to take that in. That's very dangerous for you. But how often do you think about violence or even pettiness? Mm-hmm. You know, going back to the to verse like 28, like how much pettiness um, or contention do you see in reality television? Mm-hmm. And that putting into you, like, I'm not saying it's 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 necessarily envy in the sense that you're like, I really want to be this guy, but you do that, it forms you in some way. Uh-huh. And then that produces bad things. Yeah. Um, and then I think that um, the the second four verses are really like a um, are really like a rejoinder when he talks about um, the Lord's curses on the house of the wicked, but be blessed, but he blesses the dwelling of the righteous. Towards the scorners, he is scornful. Yeah. But to the humble, he gives favor. Like how much you know, how much of our lives, how, how often are you scornful towards other people? Mm-hmm. Would you be called scornful? I mean, I think we all are. Yeah. Um, and it reminds me of, you know, in the in the Beatitudes, when he talks about, you know, calling a man a fool. Jesus mm-hmm. talks about calling a man a fool. It's like murdering him in your heart, right? Yeah. It's the same spirit of it. Like, we are to regard other people um, as image bearers of 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 Christ and, and with dignity. And I think what he's speaking here is that the natural human like need the natural sinful need in yourself to regard other people as things to be overcome on the way to getting whatever it is your will requires. Mm -hmm. And that, that ultimately, whether it's through contention, whether it's just kind of being a jerk to your neighbor, whether it's envying the man of violence is all toxic to your soul. It is the, it is the, the um, opposite of wisdom. And ultimately it makes you scornful and towards the scornful, God will be scornful himself. Um, And that what we need to be is, he says, to the humble, he gives favor. Um, so the, the wise will inherit honor and the fools get disgrace. The humble, the person who regards other people uh, as before themselves, as you read in I was at Philippians 2, I think, that's the person who has wisdom. And that is the the, the humble man mm-hmm. that God looks on with favor. Yeah. That's, that's what I see. I love it, dude. I love it. You know, this, the kind of theme that I think you're, you're pushing us towards is a, uh, this kind of gets into a, a soapbox that I hope is like a righteous soapbox for me that I think is like good for myself to hear a lot and just good for all of us to hear that God's like call for us to live righteous lives and mm-hmm. to live righteous lives in a wicked world is not just like it's the same business as usual, just with different morals right. or just with different aims but like same by any means necessary kind of mentality. And the way I think that that plays out is a lot of times people will take like a Christian moral, whether it's like sanctity of life or, you know, sexual ethic or, you know, just any sort of thing. Um, But then dress it up and like try to champion it through scoffing, Mm -hmm. through being rude, uh, through being loud and, you know, mean, <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, through all these different things. And I mean, there, there's like a whole industry of people trying to advance like Christian causes through like what I think is just rude satire mm-hmm. and like belittling people with other views. And the thing is, the thing that's tricky is like, that is what the, you know, that's what like, quote unquote opponents of the faith have have done for like a long time, you know, revile and scoff and scorn mm-hmm. at like the foolishness of Christianity or like the foolishness of this belief or that belief. 
And so our impulse is to like take it, take it back and like throw it right back at him. Mm-hmm. But what we'll call here is that to scorners, God is scornful, but to the humble, he gives favor. Mm-hmm. It's not the same, you know, it's not like, yeah, just like re- reverse Uno card. Right. But it's like, no, it's a whole different set apart life that you're called to. Yeah. It's an entire, entirely different ethic. It's an entirely different wisdom. It's an entirely different understanding of people. And it's not just like, you know, living in this kind of like taking advantage of people and, you know, being contentious and envious, but trying to like spin it in a good way. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're called to this like quiet, wise, well-ordered, righteous life. Mm-hmm. And that's what God puts his favor upon. And so I think all these do's and don'ts in this passage are kind of helping like point a snapshot or paint a snapshot of this, that, you know, this is what like a righteous person is like. Like mm-hmm. they settle up quickly with people. You know, they're not withholding. They don't try to, you know, get off free and, and you know, borrow for fun and whatever. They don't plain evil. You know, they don't try to take advantage of people or get a leg up on people, even if like we, we can kind of justify it in mm-hmm. our own minds. Uh, not contentious, not going out looking to pick a fight. I mean, that's a huge oh, one. Man. Like I, I, that's just such a funny, don't contend with a man for no reason when he has done you no harm. And I'm like, that was written way before Twitter guys. Like, <laughs> um, but it's all pointing to this like set apart lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, that's kind of what I, what I see here. It's nothing like incredibly profound, but it's just like, man, I want to be the humble person. I want to be the like wise, humble person. Yeah. And it's just, we have to approach that knowing that it's a totally different metric of wisdom than what the world offers us. And I think I would, I mean, I would have a note for, um, for men listening to this, that there's a thing right now that maybe you've heard of it called the manosphere, which is sort of like a whole big group of bloggers and thinkers who kind of are are redefining manhood. Mm. And part of what they're doing is they're sort of taking kind of what you talked about, Will, they're kind of taking Christian moral principles and advancing them because they're, I guess you could say like they make sense, but it's not out of some love for the Lord. Right. And Mm -hmm. one of the big things they're pushing back against is they're pushing back against the idea of a servant leader. Now we can debate the merits of servant leader and what that means, but essentially what what I read is I read guys who are like, you should follow the moral um, teachings of the Bible because they're good for a a good solid society. But like Jesus was like, you know, like the way of Christ is a way that they find foolish. How silly to be like weak and, you know, you need to be effective. You need to be efficient. You need to be like a, you need to be an alpha dog out there, right? Like mm-hmm. you can't, you know, and and I think that what, what they, what it's kind of what you talked to, they kind of unhitched the, the moral piece of Christianity from Christ himself, who was humble, who was not mm-hmm. scornful, who did not contend for no reason, who didn't love violence. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you're a guy right now and you're kind of out there in the world and people are kind of telling you, you need to be, you need to be kicking in doors and letting people know how it is. You need to be instructed by the way of our Lord and Savior. You need to be following in the footsteps of Christ, no matter what anybody tells you. Um, And sometimes that looks really stupid to the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, And sometimes it looks stupid and embarrassing to other men who think that you should be, they want to define strength in their own way. Mm -hmm. And so I would just say like to the men out there, like I know sometimes it's tough and maybe for ladies too, but I'm not a lady, so I can't really say. But I know that men sometimes struggle with this, that sometimes the way of Christ can appear weak to the world. But um, it's wisdom to God to follow him. And so I would just 
I would just add that. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Great word from a great man, the Greg Conley. So for the con man, this is Will Carlisle. And we're going to see you tomorrow on Our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant. And Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.